Most business owners, I find, undervalue this practice. They do not commit to this practice. They think they don't need to do this practice. So much so that, like I said, even after people have enrolled to work with me, I have a hard time getting people to take the action on getting on the ideal client interview. When in reality, this should be your priority. Like this is a major priority and it should be for you. The yeah, 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 I know this. This is the basics. Like you have it backwards and your ego is getting in the way. I'm going to say that again. If you are resistant to doing more ideal client work, deeper ideal client work, your ego is getting in the way. Hi, my name is Jess and I am your host here on the Social Strategy Slayer Show, where we talk all things social media for entrepreneurs. Specifically though, how to build your influence and consistently land your ideal clients through the content you're putting out there without you needing to sacrifice your authenticity, your time, or without you needing to run a bunch of expensive ad campaigns. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Social Strategy Slayer. Today, I am so excited because I'm sharing with you a live I did last week that was so powerful. And it was all about three ways to never run out of content ideas for your social media pages. And sometimes I know people don't love it when you reshare a live, especially when you're interacting with the audience. This live, I happened to be in my car. I was so fired up. I had to pull over and just do the live right away because I had so much coming through me that I really wanted to share. And because of that, I really want to share it with you here today. You're going to hear that it's a live video, right? You're going to hear me maybe interacting with some people. You're going to hear me in the car. You might hear some traffic driving by. But I want you to know that the reason that I'm sharing this with you is because I really want you to hear not only the three tips, but the reasons why. And I want to help you shift your mindset around some of this stuff that stops you from actually achieving what you want on social media and ultimately inside of your business. So without further ado, let's jump in. And I cannot wait to hear what you think. If you're listening to this, please, please, please make sure you take a screenshot and you post it either as a Facebook post or on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can share it. And so that we can spread the word, we can spread the message and we can get more people listening to this podcast because I really am passionate about helping more business owners learn how to use social media in a way that's authentic, aligned, and that in a way that helps them ultimately grow their business. All right, so let's jump into this podcast. What's up? Today, I am talking about something that I think is very important. I'm sitting in my car. I had a great day. I just worked outside on my mom's deck all day. I'm parked. I would never drive and live. I'm against that. I hate that. Okay, but I'm parked. And before I hit the road, there's a ton of traffic. I'm like, I'll just do my live right here. Um, so today I have my iPad still because preparation, I am talking to you all about the three ways to never run out of ideas for your social media content. So when it comes to staying consistent, when it comes to creating a strategy, when it comes to honestly mindset blocks for building out a social media campaign one of the things that most people really struggle with is like, Jess, how do I come up with content ideas? 
right? It's like, Jess, I don't know. How do I come up with ideas? And not only that, how do you know if your ideas are actually valuable? Like you might have ideas, but you feel like maybe you're just kind of throwing like spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks kind of a thing. And you're not actually sure, like, is this content valuable to my audience? So I want to give you three ways that you can make sure that you feel confident in the content ideas that you're coming up with. So the first way is ideal client interviews. So this is the part when most people turn off the live and I'm going to ask you to keep watching or change the podcast or wherever you're listening to this. People tend to really leave right now. And I will tell you, even in my program, if you listen to the live interview I did with one of my clients, Coach D, Coach Dareth, Fierce by Coach D, Fierce by Choice is the business, is her business. She was like very resistant to this when she was even inside of our program, inside of our six month program, SSA, we teach this whole process, right? Of ideal client interviews and how do you actually conduct these, right? But the simple thing is you could do them on your own. You just get on Zoom and you record it and you interview your clients. We have a questionnaire we use inside of our program that we teach, um, but you can just do it, right? Like get on Zoom, interview your clients, figure out what your clients are saying about what you offer, why they even picked you in the first place. That is a huge issue that most people don't think about right? is like, do you even know why your clients picked you? And maybe it's like community or because of you, but have you gone deeper with them? Do you know what other programs or groups they were in before they were in yours? Do you know, like, just how aware are you of this? Because I think that most small business owners, most coaches, like whoever you are, unless you're like a huge company, which nobody watching this is, um, like a huge, huge co corporation, most business owners, I find, undervalue this practice. They do not commit to this practice. They think they don't need to do this practice. So much so that, like I said, even after people have enrolled to work with me, I have a hard time getting people to take the action on getting on the ideal client interview. When in reality, this should be your priority. Like this is a major priority and it should be for you. The yeah, 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 I know this. This is the basics. Like you have it backwards and your ego is getting in the way. I'm going to say that again. If you are resistant to doing more ideal client work, deeper ideal client work, your ego is getting in the way. And why do I say that? Because our egos do get in the way as business owners. Like we have big egos sometimes, not in a way where we're like, you know, oh, I'm awesome. Look at me. That's not what I'm talking about. Because I used to think that was ego. That's not ego. That's like being conceited. Okay. Your ego is the thing inside of you that oftentimes gets in your way that like keeps you stuck, that keeps you small. That's what your ego is. Your ego is that. It's not, I'm awesome. Your ego is the thing that like tells you you don't need to do the ideal client interviews. You do. I promise you need to do them. I pinky promise. Let's pinky promise. You need to do it. I promise you need to do it. And by the way, let me just say that this is such an important piece of your market research that there is entire 
corporations that have huge teams inside of them that do this. There's entire marketing agencies that are market research marketing agencies. For example, my husband literally does this. Yes, Ryan Morris, a pinky promise all day long. This is what's so frustrating to me is like I have uh, either fitness business owner clients or clients who have online businesses or coaching businesses or whatever it might be. And they're telling me that they don't need to do another ideal client interview. And I'm sitting here like my husband gets paid decent amount of money on a team for a corporation that's a major corporation on another on a huge team of market researchers that this is all they're doing. And the CEO of that company makes decisions for the business based on the market research that my husband does. Like, and that's how important it is to these companies. He used to work at market research agencies. Like, I know that you guys aren't big. We're not big corporations, right? I know I'm not. I know you're not. And we do have to think about our businesses like that. Like, you have to start really putting the CEO hat on. Even if you're a team of one, you're a team of two, you're a team of four, however big your team is, right? It doesn't matter. You are still the CEO. And there are certain things you have to do. And one of those things is ideal client interviews. I don't care if you're making seven figures. I don't care if you're making 500,000. I don't care if you're sick, just at the six figure mark with your revenue. You have to do this. It is the like thing. Normally when I have clients who come to me, and they're really struggling, even like I said, even inside of our programs, I'm talking they dropped 6K to be working with us for six months and they are still not doing it. It shows through in their results. And it is such a gift, by the way. It's one of those things that I know it's like not the thing that's the most fun to do, but I promise you, you will fall in love with it. And this is where I get all of my content inspiration. And by the way, I go back and re-listen to those. I record them. I re-listen to them six, seven, eight times. You want to see something on my iPad? I'm going to show you right now. For those of you who are watching on the iPad, I literally have an entire notebook in my GoodNotes called Ideal Client Work. This is one of my interviews that I re-watched recently from a client named Rochelle. And I went, I, this interview is from over a year ago. And I went back recently and I took like eight pages of notes on her interview. So I review the game tape. I review the game tape. My ego is out in the way. Like I, every time I listen to that interview, I get something new out of it. And I think that this is where we really get to dive in because you obviously for a big corporation or whatever, they have lots of resources and whatever. How do they maintain the resources? They do the ideal client work. They get in the field. They do market research. You're not going to do that whole thing, not necessarily, but you have to do your version of that. You have to do your version of the CEO work. And while we're smaller, we got to be the ones to do it. We have to be the ones to get on the phone. By the way, we get to be the ones. This is such a cool process. So that is the first way, and it's the foundation of everything I teach, and I get really fired up about it, clearly, because I feel passionate about this. It regrounds me. 
the second thing that you want to make sure that you do to never run out of content ideas for your social media. Okay, you're don't bounce. When I say this, you're probably not going to understand the answer at first, but I want you to stay with me. Okay, the next thing is post consistently. Post consistently. You're like, but what do I post? Just post. Like if you are struggling so much that you don't know what to post, picture of your coffee. Like get in momentum. Just start posting. A huge reason why we get stuck in our heads is because we're not doing the content. Even if it's taking you all day one day to make the post, make the post. Like you've got to move through it. And by the way, you maybe set a timer. This is what my team member Katie will always, always tell me. Set the timer. If the timer goes off and the post is not done, it's a picture of the coffee today or whatever, or it's a repurposed post for the day. But by the way, do you have a library of posts that you can repurpose from? Probably not yet. So you've got to just post consistently. And I know that you might not feel like you have something earth breaking or ground shattering to say today. That's okay. It doesn't need to be every single day, especially when you're getting consistent. But if you aren't posting consistently, what happens is you get disconnected from the content creation process, right? You get disconnected. You don't even figure out what your rhythms are. You can't figure out what your voice is. You can't figure out if you're coming or going. Like, really, right? That's one thing my mom always says. He doesn't know if he's coming or going. I don't even know really what that means. <laughs> I just use it as, as a saying because that's what my mom always says. Anyway, I always find this, by the way, you will figure out what rhythms work for you. Like staying, like knowing what to post on social media does come with posting on social media before you're ready. It comes with committing before you know what you're doing. So much so that like in our six month program, we throw our clients into the fire in month two. They come in, they get a base level training, to get them ready to go. And then they go in, we push them into their first campaign. And sometimes our clients are like, oh, I didn't know this before. I wish I would have had that training before. The problem is we stack it for them. So they learn as much as they need to learn, including ideal client interviews. And then we get them going. We give them feedback, but we keep them where they're at. When you first get started with posting social media content, you need to post social media content. You're not going to have all the answers. You're not going to have it all figured out. You're not going to have the perfect message or the perfect thing to say. You're just not going to have it. And it's okay for you to accept that and just know that my goal right now is momentum. That's my goal right now. That's why we even open up our program one month to momentum. Do I personally love having my highest converting or one of my highest converting campaigns pulled out of my, my program and running it for a month? Like, no, I like a long-term commitment for my clients, to be honest. I really like that long-term, even six months. I'm like, wait a minute. I want this to be a year. Okay. And that's how I am. I work with my coaches for like a year at a time, at least, at least. So for me, I want the long-term, but I also know that you can do it. Do you need all the ideal client work before you do one of our campaigns? No, you can jump right into it and you figure it out as you go. And that's what I love about our campaigns is you can actually do that. You can take it, you can take it out of contacts. You can take it out of our program. You can plop it out and plop it in to where you're at. And that 
is, you know, really great about it. I love that about it. And that's why I always say post consistently. A lot of times our clients come to us and actually some of the things that frustrate us is that they're like too in their head about it. And I know I can get in my head too, for sure. Like, trust me, I really can sometimes. And I just got to get out of it and get back into my campaign and get back into my momentum, right? And that's the power of just deciding, like, I'm going to have a plan. I'm going to post consistently. And how do you post consistently? Create a content calendar for yourself. That is how I would do it. Have a plan, right? Go in a Google Sheet, create yourself a plan, put it in your calendar, just like have a plan that you're working. Through that, you also figure out your content rhythms, meaning... Do I like to po- to spend an hour every morning writing a post? Some of our clients, that is what they like to do. They like to write their post an hour in the morning for the next day or for that day sometimes, which I'm like, I don't recommend that. Trust me, we have all been there. I have been there myself where I feel like I'm rushing last minute, like to get a post out, right? So I always say like, try to give yourself at least a day in advance but you might figure out that you love doing content on Fridays and your whole morning on Friday is content creation. You might figure out that you like doing it on Sundays, Saturdays, Mondays, Tuesdays. You might figure out that you like doing it from 6 p.m. to midnight. It really doesn't matter when you do it, but if you're not creating a content calendar and you're not committing to that consistency, it's gonna be hard for you to have anything to say. Once you really get into it, you realize that you have more to say than you thought. You realize that this post that you're writing turned into a whole other post, a whole other idea. Okay, great. Another post. You go back and you look at your post. Oh, you know what? I read this one line and it sparked this thing. Great, I'm going to go over here. This is also how you scale with your team. That's how you do it, right? Okay, so the third way that you just never run out of ideas is you find a coach, um, either a marketing coach or a social media strategist, whether it's me or someone else, and you work with them. Like I get so many ideas from my coach. I get so many ideas from going back and listening to recordings of me and my coach and hearing what she's telling me to do and going through my notes from our calls together, right? I also know to be true and love um, that really like in my own program, like today, I had a um, analytics like call. I don't know what to call it out of context. Essentially, our clients do a campaign when they're in our six-month program, and when they're done, they get a one-on-one call with me, and I review it with them. So I was review. I was on a campaign review call, really, with one of my clients today, and they were like, "Well, what else can we say?" And I'm just pulling so much stuff out. I'm asking them questions, and they have a huge list of ideas of things that they can now go and do. So when you have a coach or a strategist that is helping you, that is getting on the phone with you or getting on Zoom with you and looking at your content and pulling stuff out with you and that has proven plans, that's where it gets, it it, it ends up getting easier. So if you're already spending a bunch of time and energy stressing about your social media and then you go into actually scheduling out and having a proven plan to work with, your, how much time you're spending on your campaign or your social media content might go up at first. Like you might be doing more lives at first than you were. Or you might be putting posting every day when you had maybe only posted a couple times a week before, but you're actually putting time and energy into a skill, copywriting, video, like being personable on video, 
understanding your audience, like this is a skill that is invaluable as a business owner and it's not going anywhere. TikTok is already on the heels of Instagram and most of my clients are barely getting their, you know, stuff together on Instagram. So I'm not saying this to make you feel behind, but I am saying this because it does require you to get some sort of mentorship or support in this area if it's a major energy drain for you. As a business owner, we spend so much money on mentorships and coaching and masterminds. And at the same time, like we rarely invest in true marketing support. And I know for me, once I started taking my money away from just general mastermind groups and putting them into working directly with coaches who were messaging and like marketing geniuses, that helped me a ton because I help my clients, but I have my own blind spots. I need a coach too. I need that support too. I have that support. And so for you, I just want you to think about the fact that like these are skills that business owners need to have. No matter what you learn, you maybe didn't learn marketing in school. I did, right? So I use my degree every day, which is not something that most people say. <laughs> but you might not have been taught that even as a business owner. I took a couple entrepreneurship classes at my school and they were trash. And I went to an amazing school. Like they're not as tangible as I thought they were would be when I started my business. Like, you know what I mean? So when you think about it, I want you to think about, okay, is it worth it for me to invest in social media support? Social media support when you're getting started doesn't mean just a VA or somebody that's going to take it off your plate before you've ever even developed a message. That is such a key distinction I talk about with my clients a lot. You've got to put the time in to develop your messaging. If you don't, it's going to be really hard for you to grow and scale. I used to be a part of a community where nobody focused on their social media, their lives. It was all email stuff. And like, that's great. I Email marketing is important. I'm not denying that it will continue to be important. But we also now live in 2022. And I watch a lot of those same coaches who were in that community focusing only on email. And I'm over here like ringing the bell. I got my little protection crystals over here. And I was going to ring them as a bell. But you can't see them. So that was a silly idea. I was going to ring my bell over here, my crystal bell. But I'm ringing it over here still, okay? And what I have to say about that is like, I'm still ringing the bell. And then I look at their pages and I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're struggling. I can tell that either they've handed it off to somebody who is trying their best and maybe is really good, but this person doesn't have a developed message or a presence on social media. The energetics of being present on your social media is a whole other thing. For example, Right now, I am taking a tarot certification course. I already know how to read tarot, right? But I love me some tarot and some oracle. And I want to get certified in some of these more spiritual modalities so I can incorporate them more into my clients who are into that, right? Because I just love it. And it's fun. And it's okay to invest in skills that you're going to need in your life that are important to you. So I was in my tarot certification class and one of the first things I did, it's a Hay House course. It's all these, like there's like 20 something teachers in the class, right? And it's a, a pre-recorded course. I listened to them at each person's introduction and I went through and I found the ones that I really loved and resonated with their story and their way of speaking and teaching. And immediately I could tell that a couple of them don't run their Instagram pages like at all, like they are just have somebody else scheduling, scheduling, scheduling. 
And it really upsets me because I'm like, damn, I feel a disconnection from being able to continue my relationship with this person. And maybe they have another offer that I would have loved to join, but I am not going to be nurtured by them in that way. Like just scheduling posts, just having someone schedule posts that have a pretty grid does not do it anymore. And people can feel the disconnection. A hundred percent. So unfortunately for a couple of these people, I'm just probably not going to work with them beyond this course. And it's just not because I don't want to or don't think they're valuable, but like we have no, I have no way to truly connect with them. And that's actually a beautiful thing about having a social media opportunity. Like the fact that we can connect right now, I'm sitting in my car in Nord Park, Illinois, and I'm just chatting with you, like wherever you are in the world. I know Katie's on here. She's in D.C. You know, like I know I saw Tiffany was on here. Ryan Morse is over in. Uh, oh, crap. I'm forgetting his town name, but he's not anywhere near here. He's in the East Coast. OK, and I can connect with people in L.A. and all over the world. You can watch this from wherever you are. It's a beautiful thing. But if you are not present on it and you're just outsourcing it to the point where like you're not involved at all. There's no real connection. There's no real magic there. And you're really losing your own voice in developing this. And one of the things that your coach needs to help you do is develop your own voice. I see so many people trying to emulate their coaches so much that they lose their own voice. And I have been there. I have totally emulated coaches in the past. And like, taken on some of their beliefs as my own. But one of the things that I've realized through working with a coach that was like truly great at marketing and at being a coach and a strategist was how to develop my own message, how to say what I want to say, how to let myself be unleashed. And that stuff, that woo-woo energetic stuff, whatever you believe, that is important. You also need to pair it with strategy. I just had a call today with my friend Pamela Unicorn. If you know Pamela Chen, she's like, has a bunch, she's amazing. And we're both super woo woo. Her whole business is manifestation and she has her own tarot decks that she's created. She's written a bunch of books. She's amazing. And her and I were talking, we were laughing about how so many people in the spiritual space, they just want to manifest everything through sitting. It's like, no, you have to go live. You need to have the strategy as well. And I think that sometimes we get so stuck in our, like, you know, fairyland that we can forget that we need that. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Maybe I should do a whole other video about that. The bottom line is this. We got the three things. Let me recap it for you. The three things are number one, ideal client interview. Number two, post consistently through a content campaign, through a calendar, make a plan, stick to it, move through the blocks, keep up the momentum, it pays off. And number three, get the support you need, get the mentorship, find somebody who's going to help you develop your message and build actual true connection with your audience outsourcing it before you're ready is detrimental. And even as you outsource it, if you're working with a really good team, it's never fully off your plate. You always got to be the one to make videos, 
to create certain lives, to do stories. You have to be a part of it. There's this sound that's going viral on Instagram Reels right now that's like, to grow your business, you got to show your face. You got to show your face to grow your business. And it's actually tr- 100% true if you are a coach or an online business owner, or even if you're in fitness, you got to do it. You got to do it. Okay. Bottom line is this. Coming up with content ideas can be really overwhelming. I, I see that. I honor that. I know there's going to be times when you're hitting roadblocks. And if you follow these three things that I'm telling you, whether you the inspiration hits for the day and you get an intuitive hit and you're like, ooh, I got to post this. Fabulous. Post that. And then the post you had planned in your strategy, post it the next day or move it to later in the month. Follow your intuition. But like a lot of times your intuition doesn't hit. Your intuition isn't on point for your social media every single day. You need to work a plan. You need to have consistent support, right? So if this is something that you actually want support with, my team and I have recently opened up our one month to momentum program. Let me just give you the, the quick, the quick little rundown on what that is. If any of this has resonated with you today, I invite you to keep listening. One Month to Momentum is a one-month program. It is a super powerful program. It is a program that I've run maybe once a year. I run this program. And the truth about this program is that it's super magical. You can do it once and it can potentially transform your business. And I'm not just saying that willy-nilly. You could check out the actual testimonials we've gotten from this program, but it's one month long and I've pulled out in my six month program, we have three highly converting, super awesome campaigns. And it's a social media content calendar and we give you all of these different ideas and prompts for posts. And one month you're in a campaign and the next month you're taking a nurture and we're training you up to up your skills on copywriting or whatever it is, right? I also know that a lot of times like this time of year, it can be really tough for people to commit to like a six month thing, right? So we are pull, we've pulled out our one month campaign, one of our highest converting campaigns to make it its own actual program live. I like live stuff personally. I think you get in better momentum. That's why I call it one month to momentum. So if you are someone who needs that kind of support and you're just like, Jess, I need an infusion of, you know, energy and life and cash and whatever it might be into my business. One month to momentum, this plan, it like heats up your audience in a month. It's, it's super strategically designed and laid out. We have had so many different kinds of people go through this plan. My realtor went through this plan during COVID, like when it was like the thick of it and sold like four houses, (laughs) literally in two weeks. Like we had somebody else make their money back for the investment of the program, which is $9.97 if you pay in full, in like a week and a half. Like we had somebody double her, more than double her audience by the end of it. Like whatever your goal is right now, if you need momentum and you want support, my team and I are also in there giving you feedback on content ideas. We have a call once a week for the month where you're you're coming on and we're walking you through this plan and we're giving you ideas and you're leaving your ideas in the in the chat and we're we're giving you feedback on it. It is such a powerful container 
And I am so excited about it. Like I already, we have 15 spots. We already have one gone. And the woman who's already enrolled is like a total badass powerhouse. Like she is absolutely incredible. And so I just want to say, if you are called to do this, click the link in my bio and sign up. And if you have any questions, DM me. I had a couple people reach out who maybe aren't ready yet. And that's okay. I will always be honest with you. I want only to enroll people who are really ready for it. But if you've also been like on the fence about our program SSA, this is a great way to dip your toe in and get some really great value without needing to do the six month commitment. And also I am in momentum in my life right now. I am coming out of a true winter and I am about to be on fire. And I just feel how I know how powerful this group's energy is going to be. So if you are interested, click the link in my bio or feel free to DM me or comment on this post with any questions, seriously, that you might have. I will never high ticket, high pressure you if I don't think you're ready, if I think that this there's a different time. Also, if you have any questions, no question is a stupid question. Seriously, like I am all about conversation. You can voice message me. We could chat in my DMs. And we can just, you know, see what's up. See if it's good for you. All right. I will see you guys on the flip side. You guys watch Rocket Power when you were little. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. They were surfers. I'm about to be going to LA in a couple of weeks. So I'm just getting in the energy, you know? You know what I mean? All righty. I'm feeling goofy. I'm feeling goofy today. All right. If you guys have anything else you want to chat about. Also, if you have content ideas for me, if there's something you're struggling with, like, please reach out. It helps me to create better content for you. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous, fabulous rest of your night. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll also be posting some full moon prompts for you if you're into that, because I'm all about the spiritual and the strategy coming together. Alrighty, have a great rest of your night. Talk to you later. See you in one month to Momentum, hopefully. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Social Strategy Slayer. Before you go, before you go, I have something really awesome for you. I have a PDF download on all of the things you need to know about creating an Instagram bio that actually converts I know that I personally love a visual. I love to download something and actually be able to see what are my action steps? How do I take that next step? Because a huge way that people lose money or lose the game on Instagram is by not having their bio ducks in a row. They don't know how to convert their their profile photos off. Their username is off. Their name is not optimized for SEO. They don't have their bio constructed. They don't know where to put certain things like personal values. They don't know where to put things like what their call to action is. They're all messed up on Linktree. They don't know these things. And you need to have your bio in order for you to be able to convert on Instagram. You do. It's the number one thing I tell people when I'm on my audits with them. I go through their bio and I basically tear it to shreds. And it's all out of love and it's something you can rinse and repeat. You can use this download anytime you want, but click down to the show notes 
and click over and download this PDF because it is going to help you keep it in your resource file. Make sure you take action on it today because this is something that up until now I've only taught in my courses, my programs, my VIP days. And still, I, I, I do tell people how to do this for their personal brand on those sessions, but you now have a PDF downloadable guide that cuts right to the chase. How do I create an Instagram bio that converts? I got you. Head to the show notes and take action on it today. Save it in your files. Make sure that you save it, you rinse and repeat it. You can use it anytime you want. So I hope you head down to the show notes, you click that and you download your guide to creating an Instagram bio that converts. It'll take you maybe 15 minutes to update. It will take you no time at all. And it'll help you actually create leads from your Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you love, someone that you know really could use it. And don't forget to download that guide. All right. Sending you all my love and I'll see you next week.